I'm Misty Winkler, and this is the Simply Convivial Podcast, episode 116. Welcome to the Simply Convivial Podcast. I'm here to help you beat the boom and bust cycle by organizing your attitude so you can organize your life. Simply Convivial keeps you on track with the ABCs of homemaking. We align our attitudes, build better habits, and carry out our calling. Convivial, if broken down to the Latin roots, means with life. And that's what we want for our homes, isn't it? Convivial refers to an atmosphere. It reminds us to build a home where life is abundant with all the mess that that entails. Simply, on the other hand, reminds us to put first things first and not complicate living or learning. Just do it together. Simply Convivial. This month inside Convivial Circle, we're talking all about homemaking. Now, homemaking is not about achieving a certain look or state in the home. Homemaking is a process, a service of love through hospitality to those who live in and enter into our home. So in this episode, I'm chatting with Virginia Lee, my customer support manager and fellow NTJ personality type about unconventional homemaking hacks. After all, our homemaking strategies should fit our own homes and needs, whether or not they look good enough for magazines or Pinterest. Homemaking is personal, and no solutions or strategies for improving our homemaking should be superficial or one-size-fits-all. I hope that we inspire you to look around your own home and come up with unconventional, personal, and workable solutions. Let's dig in. So this month's topic inside membership and on the podcast and everything is homemaking. And I thought this was a good topic to talk about because I think it's so easy to let media and the magazines teach us what homemaking is supposed to look like. And even the dictionary (laughs) is a better source (laughs) for what homemaking really is. And the dictionary says that homemaking is the work of managing a home to make it a pleasant place to live in. And I think if we really get at what that means and think about it, you know, that our decorating style and even the house, you know, staying clean (laughs) is less important than, you know, something like our attitude. And, and our expectations matter so much in helping us know whether or not we're doing a good job or even know where we should be putting our effort in. And so I thought it'd be fun to have a conversation here with you, Virginia Lee, about maybe some out-of-the-box solutions or some homemaking tips, tricks, ideas, not necessarily so that other people can use the exact same idea but to just show the freedom that there is in homemaking, that it's not trying to make our homes look a certain way or stay in a certain state. And isn't that a relief? It is. It is such a relief. (laughs) And so we can find those solutions that just fit our family and help it make, help our home fit our family and make it work for us. 
Yes. Yes. And I think a lot of the times those do take out of the box solutions because those aren't the solutions that you can find in a magazine or on Pinterest. Right. Yes. So uh, what do you have to share? So I was thinking when you were telling me about the topic, um, you know, what kind of out of the box solutions had we done that maybe not that somebody else could necessarily duplicate in their own house, but maybe even one that other people, um, especially homeschoolers might be dealing with and maybe it would get their ideas flowing. And our entire family drinks tea year round all day long. Even the (laughs) three-year-old loves tea. (laughs) And so it was causing, um, just a lot of messes and a lot of interruptions and a lot of extra cleaning. And so one of the things we did in our kitchen is we have a tea cupboard and it's actually sort of large, um, but there's seven of us. So, and what we do is in that tea cabinet, we have mugs, we have pretty teacups, we have small plates, we have a little platter, and then we have a ton of tea. Um, and we have a basket that holds tea in boxes. And we got from Amazon some of those cool, two clear, we have two, they're like a clear tea organizer. Misty, I think I had oh. actually seen them on your Instagram before. Oh, um, yeah. And that holds tea bags um, and they stack on top of each other really nicely, but they're clear so you can see everything in them. And then we have two canisters, the whole loose leaf tea. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) It really has a lot in there. And then we have honey and um, I, we've even stuck, um, my daughter likes things to look pretty, which is why we have the pretty teacups, but she even has in there a pretty sugar bowl and a creamer. So if we have company, she can put those out and they can have tea too. (laughs) So um, it has been just a really nice out of the box thing that fits our family specifically so that everyone can have tea any time in the day that they want it. We have an electric kettle that sits on the counter under it. Nobody has to ask me. I don't have to make it for anybody. Anything in that cabinet is fair game and it can fit everybody's different personalities of they just want a lot in the mug or they want it to be a pretty experience or whatever <laughs> need they have. It's all in that cabinet. And so that's something that we've done that's really cut down on honey drizzled across the counter and sugar (laughs) spilled on the floor. And (laughs) it's been very, very nice. And, and especially now that we're going into winter here, our tea consumption even goes up more. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The tea container container lives in our pantry that holds the tea. That's another kind of out of the box thing. Cause that wasn't, designed to hold tea bags. It was, I got a set of fridge organizers. So it's supposed to organize your fridge, but it's shallow and clear. And I didn't, I bought it in a set and I didn't really need to use it in my fridge. I didn't have a specific use for it. And I had just cleared out the pantry and was frustrated with how much room the tea boxes take up when they're like half full and you don't know mm -hmm. if you're almost out or and they don't stack well and they're really a big mess (laughs) and they use so much space so much more space than they need to yeah well they I saw that I think in like a background Instagram photo of yours and so I got on Amazon and I just typed in clear tea organizers and they actually sell them they look exactly like what you have except for inside there's like squares so that you can separate types of tea bags. Oh, okay. And they probably and, stay upright. <laughs> yeah. And they stay upright. They don't slide anywhere. And you can get a set of two that stack on top of each other and they are not expensive. 
Nice. So they have lids then? They have lids with the open and close like on a hinge and okay. it's very handy dandy. Although, you know, you get certain tea companies that don't put their tea in tea bags. So we still have a basket, right? That we, but that is the rule. Then the tea in boxes has to fit in that basket. <laughs> so <laughs> works really well. And you can just pull the whole basket out on the counter if you want to. So keeps things organized, lets me be a yes mom, lets people. Yeah fit their tea addiction. And <laughs> honestly is really nice when you have company to know that that's just all right there and you can pull out a quick platter and, you know, put some cookies on it and you have a quick snack to offer people as well. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's really what homemaking is at its heart is looking at what does my family need to function better mm -hmm. and just pulling something together that fits your family, not necessarily that looks a certain way or. Yeah, there, there's know. nothing Pinterest about it. It's just a cabinet with stuff in it. <laughs> and, but I like that it's something that provides organization and efficiency, but also something that provides a nice atmosphere. Mm -hmm. And I think it's nice with homemaking when you're able to combine both. Yes. Um, and that's what it does for us. What about you, Misty? What is your out of the box creative homemaking solution? Well, one of my recent ones is realizing that I don't like sweeping. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you just realized that. <laughs> no, I didn't just realize that. I knew that. But oh, <laughs> I, found, I figured out that there's a smarter answer than sweeping. <laughs> so our main level on our house is all hard floor. So it's like 1,800 square feet of hard floor that's all like contiguous. Oh, and you sweeping once a day doesn't even work. So that it must be crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, and there's under furniture and uh, I've tried teaching other people to sweep and that's even more frustrating than actually <laughs> sweeping. <laughs> and it's just like I'm pushing dirt around the floor and I don't know how many times I've actually been still sweeping when people come to my house. Cause you know, I'm sweeping right before people come mm -hmm. and I often don't, I cut it too close. <laughs> and so then you're left with the pile on the floor. <laughs> so I've decided that I vacuum. I don't sweep. You vacuum your wood I, floors. I vacuum the wood floors. So I have a little cordless vac and I've tried a few over the years. I, I tried one a number of years ago and it was great while it lasted, but it stopped. It started losing its sucking power, like after three or four months, not, not very long in, but, um, a year, two years ago now I saw a recommendation for a Makita cordless oh. vac and that they make power tools and oh, it so uses good this, power. Yeah. It uses the same battery pack that their hand tools do. Okay. And, and so you can replace it very easily. <laughs> you know, it, the battery like latches on the same way as a power tool. Oh. So it's, it's a homemaking power tool. <laughs> well, that's great. Cause I feel like that's the problem with those cordless vacuums is they don't really suck things up that well. No, they don't. But I've had this one now for 18 months and wow, it's still and children are using it. And children are using it <laughs> and it it's bagless so you can wash it all out oh. and I love it. 
And then when you're, when you're vacuuming and you get caught, you have to stop. It's only better. Like you haven't left it half undone (laughs) where it's just going to get all messed up again. You know, that pile is going to get scattered again. Whatever Uh you have done when you vacuumed is done. (laughs) That's great. So that's been, and, and yeah, the kids can vacuum and whatever, however much they vacuum, they've made it better. Even if they haven't done it, you know, that thoroughly, which is if you sweep non-thoroughly, it's like worthless. It's like not sweeping <laughs> at all. So that was my little way to get a little bit more happy and, you know, even let the kids be more helpful and accept their help without getting frustrated about it. It's like, let's just mm-hmm. change the tool here. And now suddenly it's more well, fun and more helpful. Well, and I bet younger kids can do it too. And really younger kids cannot sweep no matter how much you train them. No, it turns out it's hard for teenagers to sweep. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. But remember teenagers to me, it really sort of are like the second toddler. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) Oh, that's great. (laughs) <laughs> well, then you need to put a link in show notes because everybody's yes. going to start asking what this vacuum That's is. That's true. <laughs> it is. It's a, it's a homemaking power tool. <laughs> <laughs> so even boys will want to use it. There you go. Do you have any other things that you were thinking of to share? I think I shared one on another podcast that we did together. We were really having an issue with stuff going under our couches. Oh, right. We don't have wood floors in our main living areas. It's carpet. So it's not like you can just shove a broom under there and things slide out. I mean, you'd have to move all the furniture out of of the way. So basically it was just where things went to die. (laughs) (laughs) One year I got so fed up with it that I took all the legs off of my sofas. (laughs) (laughs) and you know what you cannot tell the difference I mean it probably depends on the style of sofa you have but our sofa sits on the ground nothing ever goes under it not even nice and you can't tell the difference at all and that has been one of my favorite out of the box (laughs) things that I've ever done and it's been we've had it like that since we've lived in this house and I think we've lived here almost five years now so I highly recommend remove the legs from your sofa and you will never lose a binky or an <laughs> apple core again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or milk and sippy cups. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, there, if there was a good solution for that, cause I feel like that goes between the couch, couch cushions and not under yes. the sofas. Oh, that's true. <laughs> so if you have one, anyone listening, let us know. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Yeah. So I would love it if people would share, you know, in convivial circle, if you are inside membership or on the show notes here on the page, or maybe on Instagram and use the simply convivial hashtag. If you have some out of the box, unconventional solutions for making your homework better for your family, I think that we should share those around and encourage one another to be creative homemakers not necessarily setting things up to be showcased on HGTV, but just just for our families to make it work better. So thank you for joining, Virginia Lee. Thank you, Misty. And that's it for this episode of the Simply Convivial podcast. Imagine ending your day satisfied instead of frustrated. 
Because even though your lists aren't all checked off, you know you've done what matters most. After all, homemaking is not about achieving your perfectionist ideals, but rather about accepting your responsibilities and your constraints so you can walk in faithfulness and fruitfulness. If you need guidance and accountability in this process, then enroll today in Continuing Education for Homemakers at Simply Convivial. You can beat the boom and bust cycle and find satisfaction and competence in your calling. Enroll in Simply Convivial Continuing Education to get the jumpstart you need. To help you get started figuring out what you need to be a better homemaker, get the Homemaking Brain Dump Guide at simplyconvivial.com homemaking. And remember, life is for our sanctification, for God's glory, not our own. So every day, let's repent, rejoice, repeat. Repeat.